You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number nine with Kalia Garrido, founder of Healthy Women Leaders. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership, tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Me. Hello, She Leaders. It's Heather Simpson coming to you today in November. Can you believe it? I love fall here in the Pacific Northwest. The holidays are coming up. We get to spend more time with family and everything just feels so cozy, right? I just, I love it. It is absolutely madness and crazy that we only have two months left of 2018. I just finished planning my 2019 business year and I am so excited for what She Leads Me has in store for you ladies coming up. And I wanted to remind you that if you haven't done so yet, you want to be on the VIP list for upcoming events that we are offering. We have an exciting lineup of events, and by being on this list, you will be the first to know. Before our podcast listeners, before our social media followers, you will get a chance to know what's coming up and to have early registration at our VIP pricing. So head on over to sheleadsme.com slash events to register. As we're nearing the end of 2018, I wanted to let you guys know that I do have a few spots left to work with me one-on-one for your 2019 business plan. It is so important that we are intentional about what we do. We need to align our actions with our goals to achieve the highest level of success for ourselves possible. Most people at this point in the year, they just write the rest of the year off, right? They slow things down. They get preoccupied with all the social events and basically just throw the fourth quarter away. But what if we didn't do that this year? What if we took advantage of the last two months of 2018 and used that to gain momentum into 2019 instead of starting over on January 1st? Instead of that, we want to gear up and we want to already be on our way to meet our goals for the first part of the year. Doesn't that sound much better? Why wait for a better business? Why wait for more income or better health? Let's work together and start right now to increase your growth. Now, we have a wide range of listeners here, right? We have entrepreneurs and business owners, but then we also have a lot of people just in leadership positions that aren't business owners. And I want you to know that you do not need to own a business to do a business plan. If you have a job, you need a business plan. What do you want for 2019? What goals do you have for yourself? What actions do we need to take to get you there? If you want to move to the next level in your career, you better make sure that you have a plan. And we can create a business plan together in person, or if you're like some of my clients and are out of the area, we can set up a video call and business plan virtually. 
I have helped multiple people and businesses take themselves to six-figure incomes. So if that sounds good to you, go to my website, sheleadsme.com, and hit the Work With Me button. It will pull up an easy-to-use calendar of available time slots that I have for the rest of the year. So while those are available, please go ahead and head there and book yourself. Really take that leadership over your destiny and create the life that you want, okay? I want that for you. Take that leadership, create the life you want. Speaking of creating the life that you want, our guest today has done exactly that. Kalia Garrido worked her ass off to move up the ranks in her career and to achieve the job description and pay that she set out to conquer. Once she got there, she realized that she was missing something. So what did she do? She left the comforts and the monetary benefits of her job and set out to create more for her life. I love that. She took that leadership of her life. Kaylee is the founder of Healthy Women Leaders, which is a collective of women in leadership who choose to unapologetically focus on their health, develop their personal power, and generally kick ass. Kaylee is a self-professed health geek and loves lifting weights, running, hiking, and skiing all over Colorado. Her health-focused pursuits also go beyond just the physical realm. She is a regular meditator and strives to bring mindfulness into her everyday life. And as the owner of multiple businesses and a married mother of two, this is her secret to thriving in daily life. And not only does she do all that, in addition to running Healthy Women Leaders, Kaylee is also the managing partner of Ready Hatch, a growth consultancy startup that specializes in sales, marketing, and partner programs for large-scale technical firms. She is a high-energy digital strategist with more than a decade of experience to building and perfecting digital solutions. Today, she walks us through that journey and what it took for her to step out of her comfort zone, to overcome that fear, and to really get to know herself on the journey to her success. You guys will love our conversation today and the unstoppable energy that she brings. So get ready to meet the incredible Kalia Garrido. Hello, Kalia. How are you today? Hey, Heather. I'm great. How about yourself? I am so good. I am really excited to introduce our listeners to you today. I had the pleasure of meeting you about eight months or so ago over the internet, and I just immediately resonated and connected with you. And I just was so thankful for to have that connection with you when you came into my life at that time. And when this podcast started to come to fruition, like you were one of the top names that I had written down of like, we need her on the show. I want everybody else to be able to connect with her because you are so amazing. Oh, like, honey, flattery will get you everywhere. But it's all true. It's also true. So before we get into the deep, deep questions, um, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, I would, I'd be happy to. So um, my name is Kalia Garrido. I am the founder of two companies. Uh, my, I guess, I don't know how to say by day and by night, because I feel like at this stage in, in my journey, everything just kind of blends. But mm-hmm. um, my uh, business focus job is called Ready Hatch, where I'm the managing partner of client success. Um, and we work with companies in the tech industry. Uh, to help kind of situate their sales, marketing, and partner ecosystems. And we also are very, very privileged to work with 
literally some of the biggest names that we have in the United States are honestly the world. So um, we, we've, we found some great success there. Um, and then my passion project, the project that I was inspired to kind of create from the ground up is called Healthy Women Leaders. And Healthy Women Leaders is a community collective um, of women who are in leadership roles, who get together, and we encourage and inspire each other to focus on our health. We want to really make sure that we can take care of ourselves from the inside out so that we can take care of all of the rest of the things that depend on us, which we know as entrepreneurs and mothers and wives and spouses and partners and daughters and all these things, it, it can be it can be quite a bit. And I've seen many of my friends get sort of swept away um, in the responsibilities they have without mm -hmm. taking the time to care for themselves first. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so important. Oh my gosh, I love that. So backing up a bit before we dive into that, um, I always love to hear the journey of how people choose to become an entrepreneur, right? Because it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you grew up in Boston, you mm -hmm. went to Northeastern University, and you graduated with a degree in graphic design. And, and now you're based out of Denver. So where did you go next after college? And what did you do prior to starting these businesses? Um, after college, I moved to Miami, Florida, and Ooh. here's here's my rationale, Heather. And I don't I don't uh, I don't expect <laughs> everybody to follow the same mindset. Um, I had had enough of kind of shoveling, and you know uh -huh. I had been to spring I had been to, to Miami on spring break a couple times. I had a lot of fun. Thank goodness we didn't have the internet as we right. do today to post all this. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, but I had a blast. And so, you know, I was graduating college looking for something new to do. And so I decided to, you know, pack it up and move down to Miami. And so I worked in the digital realm. I got a few jobs, you know, kind of along the way there. Um, and, you know, the digital world overall has always, it, it always resonated very well with me. Mm -hmm. um, it, during my time there, I think it was there for like, you know, maybe five years where when I had my son. And um, soon after having my son, and I was still on the young side of things, um, I became a single mother. Mm -hmm. And being a single mom with a young kid away from my family down in Miami, the rest of my family's in Boston, I pushed myself into my career harder than maybe I've ever done anything. I was determined mm -hmm. that, you know, my son would want for nothing and I was going to make this work and my career flourished because of it. So mm -hmm. I was able to find success with, a, you know, a number of digital startups in the South Florida area and my career really kind of propelled itself forward. When you uh, fast forward that life um, a few more years, I met my now husband and we had always been on um, sort of an escape plan to, to get out of um, Florida. And <laughs> we found that the, the tech hub that is Denver um, mm. was the right fit for our family. Amazing. So then you're you're in Denver and then you just continued in like the tech world, right? You were there <laughs> working in corporate America, just right. slaying it every single day and you had all the success and kicking mm -hmm. ass at what you were doing. Yep. But then obviously there was just something that wasn't clicking for you. Yeah. So what did you feel that you were missing when you were on that path? And why did you choose to leave what a lot of people feel like is, you know, the comforts of a steady job and the regular income? Like what changed for you? What did you feel like you were missing? Yeah, that's a, it's such a great question. So for me, especially when we reflect back to the time that I was, you know, 
25 and I had a baby and I, I wasn't making enough money and I really, I had a salary goal in mind. I wanted mm-hmm. to make X amount of dollars. And at, at the stage that I was in and in, on my journey at that time, that to me was like the pinnacle of success. If I could make X amount of dollars and I knew it would be covered financially and all this. So I busted my tail to get there. And when we moved um, to Colorado, I took a role on the senior management team of the um, digital side of Vale Resorts, which is, you know, just mm-hmm. the, it's, it's a, an amazing luxury brand. And, you know, I had mm-hmm. I had every support, you know, kind of around me. It was an amazing experience. And I hit that salary goal at that time. Wow. Now, this was it's so funny how this whole life works, because this is what I had stra- I had been working my tail off to get there. And as soon as I hit it is when I felt like I could look around and really take assessment of kind of the scene that I was in Mm. and be able to start to uncover that that actually wasn't for me, that for me, now that I had met what I had thought was like this apex goal of mine, what would I do next? Mm. And it's so funny because I held on to that fabulous salary of mine for, I don't know, maybe a year before I just said, you know what, I'm going to give it all back. In fact, I'll take nothing it's time for me to start my own business. Mm -hmm. And I went and ventured out on my own. My first startup was a company called Skylark Digital. It was a web and mobile application development shop that I was running with my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we we took every risk, just like what you said, that it is not for the faint of heart. It Mm -hmm. is not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So that brings me to another question. I find that oftentimes in the work that I do with women, there is this theme of fear that sort of creeps in, mm-hmm. right? And and yeah. we kind of don't even realize it at first. So we don't realize that it's holding us back, but that all of a sudden it's like right there. It can feel so paralyzing. So did you have any of that? Like, how mm-hmm. did you overcome like this, like letting go of that mm-hmm. salary and the fear that can come in when starting your first business? You have to have the faith in yourself. Like, I think that, yeah, that fear is so real. And I would love to tell you that it goes away. And I think that in my experience, what I've gotten better at is seeing it coming and Mm. stopping it before it gets to be too much. I don't know that it will ever go away. Um, But what I've been able to do along my path is really, I, I found what works for me to know myself. And that's really, that is, I think if anybody wants to start their own business or if they're really driving their career ladder, like they're, they're doing everything that they could do. You have to take the time to know yourself. And that I think Mm -hmm. is going to make the difference in everything. Mm -hmm. So by learning who I was as a person, I was better able to spot when the fear started to creep in or when I started to really doubt myself. Um, And I was able to put kind of systems in place and find what works for me to mitigate that before I was swept away by it. Mm, mm, I love that. So what were some of the things that you would do on that journey, like to find yourself? Like, how did you connect with that? So this is such I'm I'm fascinated by this question. And I I can't get enough. And every time that I have the opportunity to sit down in front of a powerful woman, or, you know, somebody who's come before me and ask them about it, I always do. Mm. Um, And it's different for everybody. That's what I can take away. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, it has to do with health, right? And this is some of the inspiration for healthy women leaders. 
I believed for a good portion of my life that I was as healthy as the number of days I had been to the gym that week, right? Mm. So like, oh, I went four days this week. I'm super healthy, feeling great. Mm -hmm. When I started my own business, I went to the gym religiously, just like I always did. And even more, because that's always been one of my mechanisms to try to, you know, kind of feel better. And then, you know, when you live in Colorado, it doesn't just have to be the gym. You can go skiing or go for a hike or trail running, any one of these amazing things that we have. But what I found is when I started my first company and the pressure of having people's salaries on me and hiring, firing, things like this mm. that were at to me and, and my family's well-being in the mm. meanwhile, all right. of these things together were so monumental to me that go, just going to the gym wasn't enough. I would go, I would put it all out there. I'm like, I love to lift weights and I, w- I would just lift as heavy as I could and I would go back to my car and wonder why I wasn't feeling better. So I had come to a point in my life where the stress and the, you know, sort of the the uncertainty of mm-hmm. what I was going through overpowered the coping mechanism that I had. Mm-hmm. And so I needed to broaden my definition of what healthy was. Mm-hmm. And so this is when I started to adopt things like meditation into my life. I had always, um, I'd always, you know, eaten pretty healthy, um, but really just kind of getting my spiritual health together, helping myself feel how that leaked into my professional life, of course, taking care of my physical well-being, really understanding the emotional and mental struggles that an entrepreneur goes through, and then like developing my own social network, um, you know, really robust structure of people that were there to sort of lift me up when I needed it made Mm. all the difference. So important. That's amazing. So when... So in that process, then, is that when you had this idea of healthy women leaders? Is that, I I can see why that was so important for you, but is that when this was born? Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, you have to network for your business anyway, right? Mm -hmm. And in Denver, there are a number of amazing organizations which are specifically targeted to women that are entrepreneurs. But what I found was missing is that none of them really focused on health. And so for me, I always have, you know, these like kind of three huge pillars that I'm I'm sort of pushing along. And it's my family and it's my business and it's my health. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to try to establish a system in which I could knock out, you know, kind of two of those things at the same time. If I'm making the choice after already, you know, working all the hours in the world, because we know that entrepreneurs are right? You do what other people won't do. Right. You do what other people can't do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week Easy, doing all this right. kind of crazy stuff. So if I have to take the choice to, to leave my family and go out and network anyway, which I had to for my business all the time, I wanted to do something that would also speak to my health and wellness goals. I love that. That's amazing. And so then Healthy Women Leaders was born. And tell us what you guys are involved in. Tell us the scope of what you guys cover. I mean, because health it means so many different things, right? So is, do you guys have one certain focus area? Or are you the broad spectrum of health? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, we really we, t- we definitely take um, a broad overview um, for what health means. And so when I was, you know, kind of back to that story of like sort of sitting in my car after the gym and just not feeling like I was able to kind of, you know, hold mm-hmm. back the demons that are, you know, kind of knocking right, on the window. Right. Um, I started to do a little bit more research into what do women in leadership face? Now, I had been in management and then in senior management for many years at this point, but I, I didn't have the sole ownership and responsibility for people's livelihoods. And mm-hmm. when I started my own business, 
I mean, we're paying their health insurance right. and I know who their families are because they're sitting at my dinner table as well. Like it's all, you know, right. it's a big crew. And so it was a lot of pressure for me. So I started to dig a little bit more into kind of what I was feeling. And I start, I was pulling back these really interesting statistics that even though I had been in management for a long time, I didn't know. And it's so fascinating to me that like, for example, women are, I think nine or 10 times more likely to become depressed than men when mm. they have hiring, firing, and salary setting power mm. in their job. So how fascinating is that, right? When men right. are, um, you know, afforded sort of this, this ownership, they are fine with it. And when women are given it, it starts to really kind of stress them out in these notable levels. And then, you know, there's this whole other spectrum of things that really affect women in leadership or even just women in the workplace. Like we know about the sexual harassment and the Me Too movement. You know, there's mm -hmm. 50% of women are reporting it. That means it's you or it's me, Heather. And if mm -hmm. I have to tell you the truth, it probably was both of us, right? Because mm -hmm. 50% is the report. That's the what they've said. So there's right. a lot of people that hold those stories close to the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at like the salary range, right? Women earn 78 cents on a man's dollar, right? We also, even though we make up 50% of the population, we make up like a third of the, of the management workforce in the United States. So wow. things like this, and then also all the extra stuff that you know we often do at home, not in every case, I realize that, but a lot of times we're doing more at home too. And so there's just a ton of pressure there. So it was really interesting for me to sort of dig into that mm -hmm. and, and understand on more of a broad level what I was experiencing myself. Mm, that's amazing. I love that. I read in an article or saw somewhere that being authentic really helped you kind of pave the way for your success in mm -hmm. both life and then business and then with the healthy women leaders. And, and I just I absolutely love that. Like we speak to authenticity a lot here at She Leads mm -hmm. Me. And in fact, we just did a whole episode on it recently on our podcast. Um, but tell me more about finding that authentic journey mm -hmm. for yourself like when did you realize that yeah. that's what you needed and how did you become more comfortable living in that authenticity yeah and and isn't that that's what everybody says right how do you how can you be what what is authenticity like what does this mean right right and this is definitely something that you just kind of have to um you have to find for yourself. And I, you know, I've always had this like little one liners, you know, and one of them was always like, Oh, uh, let me, I'm just going to be myself today because everybody mm -hmm. else is taken. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. There's a I lot of, truth in that. there's a lot of truth in that. You know, you go to a yoga class and you look around and, you know, there's some people that are like pretzels and some people that like, can't really even, <laughs> you know, get to the mat and right. you have to be okay with where mm -hmm. you're at. And this all comes back to knowing yourself. I really believe that in my, you know, kind of seeking journey that I've been on for these 30 something years, you have to know who you are. Mm -hmm. And when you know who you are, you know what you like, what you don't like, and you have the confidence to tell people. And that's when your authenticity shines through. Mm, and so amazing. I think if you if you can if you can pull that out, then it starts to shine from within. And it's just really being true to yourself, you know? And and really, like some people might call that selfishness, but at healthy women leaders, like we call that self-care. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? You're taking care of yourself and it will ebb out into everything else that you do. Mm -hmm. mm, so powerful. I love that. So be finding that authentic self, the background and history and, and just how you're kind of finding what works for you and that health and everything are some of, are those some of the biggest contributing factors you think to your success? 
Um, I think so, but I think that there's another there's another key to this. So when I started my first business, I really I already had what I would like to think was a really you know strong network of people around me. But when it was I was responsible for bringing in new business and maintaining client happiness and kind of bringing in the bottom line dollars for the company, mm-hmm. I really beefed up my network. Mm-hmm. And as I did that, I had the great opportunity to pick up two notable mentors along the way, women that already were very successful and I put my heart on my sleeve and I was like, I just want to learn from you. Can you please, like, let's have coffee, right? It's as easy Mm -hmm. to start it like that. And I have a lot of people asking me when they know that I was able to develop a strong mentor um, network in my Mm -hmm. life and like kind of, you know, two two women in particular that really like took my hand and led me through um, things that I just don't know, right? Because we're starting businesses. Who knows how to run a business if they haven't done it already? Right, right. You don't know and you just have to figure it out. And so (laughs) I think finding mentors for me has been so key. One of those two mentors went on to become the biggest client that my digital agency had. And we worked with them for years and it's still a fabulous relationship. The other mentor is now my business partner, right? So even if you don't know where these things will go, I would encourage everybody listening, just ask for coffee. What are they going to do that if they Mm -hmm. say no, or they don't answer your email or your text? Okay, you're no worse off than you were, but you can flash forward a few years. And now, you know, I'm flying all over the world with my business partner to go and and have these big, you know, we do these training sessions kind of all over the United States. It's amazing. If I hadn't asked for that coffee the first time, this is not where I would be right now. That's incredible. And isn't it amazing too, when like women get together and truly like lift each other up and empower each other, Mm -hmm. like the impact that that can have just Mm -hmm. within that small group and then how that affects everybody from there, right? It's just, it's so key and so powerful. I love that you did that. I love that so much. Yeah. So to wrap up, I have a couple of questions for you. I always like to ask everybody, um, because I'm a big avid reader, if there Mm -hmm. were any books or any resources that have been transformational for you in your journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have like, I mean, I've got a ton of, of books that, you know, are wonderful for me. I tend to lead more towards spiritual things, this kind of all going mm-hmm. back to sort of knowing yourself. There's definitely management and leadership books as well. But the ones that really call to me, um, you know, like, like Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass, How to Stop um, Doubting Your Greatness and Start mm-hmm. Living an Awesome Life. That is um, an example of a book that really it was fun to read. And it was a quick read and things like that. But right. For me, when I am going to the gym or getting a run or something like that, I have a number of things that I listen to. And that's more of answering kind of the resources side of this. So motivational speeches, like, Mm. you know, listening to what's going on on, you know, kind of any of the realms of goodness is what I listen to. And here's here's another tip. And this is so I I don't know if this works for everybody. In fact, I know it doesn't. But I have felt, especially in the last couple of years, that watching the news in general has become more of a toxic um, pill for me to take than anything else. Mm -hmm. I keep going to like CNN. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I never find it, no matter what it is. And so I have made a conscious effort to cut out almost all of the regular news and turn on good news. Like I, on social media, I subscribe to channels that, you know, push out good news or those really great stories when you have like five minutes and you end up crying and then you're like, okay, it's a meeting. I'm going to avoid my teeth. I got to go. 
So like right. that kind of stuff just fills me up. Or when I'm at the gym, like putting on a motivational speech or something really mm-hmm. passionate or powerful like that is absolutely the way that I can recharge my tank. I love that. And it's just, it goes to show like that you do have to show up so intentionally in your life, right? Because look at all of the things that are coming at us, right? Like your example of the news or just even like things that are being portrayed on social media. Like you have to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with the information that you want to be hearing Mm -hmm. that is intentional for you. Because if you just sit there and are subject to whatever else everybody wants to Put out there, which is mostly fear based, mm-hmm. then that's going to affect your life. I, I love that you seek out the good stuff and that there's channels out there that promote good news. I love it. Yes, we need it. We need it. Yes. And I will tell you, you're then the here, here's the negative side of that is that you people can accuse me rightfully so of being uninformed on some of the issues. And that mm-hmm. is, you know, especially as a businesswoman and, you know, in, as a community leader, this is it, that is something that I have to um, sure. kind of. Yeah, it's finding that it's finding that balance, but again, it's being more intentional about it as opposed to just sitting around waiting for that information to randomly come across you, Mm -hmm. you know, through whatever news outlets. Like instead of intentionally going to find that info, and and that's like that's life in general, and that's starting a business. And if you you lay down those goals for yourself, like my little goal was like I don't want to take in any more of this bad stuff. It's not doing anything for me. Mm -hmm. You lay down those positive goals, and then you're starting to create what I call like a craft life. Like you're crafting the environment around you and there will be no stopping you. Oh, that's so good. So good. Okay. Let's see. One last question. What are your three tips of advice that you can give to our audience for living your life through the lens of leadership? Um, so we've gone over these in, in like a, you know, different, different kind of, um, Mm -hmm. quips and uh, conversations, but I will just lay them out is that the first one, absolutely 100% know yourself, find out who you are. And the way that you can get there, I have found is in silence. You have to take some time and kind of cleanse yourself from these this inundation that we have in our society today, which Mm -hmm. is it's not going to go anywhere. So and and you can't do anything about that. So you have to start from within. Right. So definitely know yourself. The second thing, absolutely, is to honor self-care, right? Mm -hmm. This has Mm -hmm. to be non-negotiable and you will show everyone around you that you're leading by example, that we have to, you know, kind of fill up our own tank. Um, A challenge to everybody that's listening on that is like, can we please get rid of this busy badge of honor? You know, Mm -hmm. like I was so (laughs) subject to this for so long. What are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Like, what are you doing? I'm super busy. Oh my God. I had 25 meetings. I wrote 300 emails today. Like I, for one, am going to leave that by the wayside. And when I feel overwhelmed, like I have too much to do, I'm going to turn off my laptop Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take like a five minute walk or something like that to recenter myself. So I want, I want everybody to be on that bag bandwagon with me. It's like no more love than it. a badge of honor. I love it. <laughs> um, and then the third thing is I definitely find a mentor and, and maybe almost more importantly is be a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. If we can just start pulling, somebody else is lifting you up, put your hand down and reach and give somebody else that same boost. I look forward to 
being able to mentor people in the way that I have been fortunate enough to have mentors. In fact, my, my mentors and I, we call it um, 360 mentoring because, you know, they're mentoring me and I'm mentoring them. And, you know, we've all got plans to just continue this and let's help just lift each other up. Oh, amazing. That's so great. Thank you so much for all of your infinite words of wisdom today. You are incredible and amazing. I'm just so happy that our listeners get a chance to know you. So how can they connect with you from here? Yeah. So, um, for, well, for healthy women leaders, you can just go to healthywomenleaders.com um, and all the information that you need about our social channels and, you know, everything is all uh, kind of right there. We've got um, a really robust uh, closed Facebook group conversation going on so they can find everything um, that they need right there. Great. Well, thank you so much again. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you. Thank so you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She Leads Me podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share with your fellow female leaders and consider leaving us a five-star review. Also be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to get the latest information in the She Leads Me community. See you next time.